everybody, I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meets Spirituality. We believe in personal growth through business success. Today I'm joined by my chief of staff, Hallie. Hallie, What's one up? of those mornings. What's up? I like that, right? You know, it's, uh, it, it's really fascinating, the word time. It's probably one of those, um, those ideas that people think about often, but don't think about. They use, but don't ever really think about it. So what I mean by that, I know it's kind of like a thing, but it's like you think you use time almost every second. Like, what time is it? What time is it? I got to be in this calendar. I got to do this. We use it, but do we ever actually stop and think about time? In what way? I know. I feel you, like this is a koan or something. It is, it is. But like it's it, because people go, oh, you need more time. I need more time. Mm-hmm. Right. You just there's, sent that email never out. enough time. There's never enough time. I don't know how to use my time. Well, it's just funny. Um, you know, this morning I was listening to a, um, I'm going to draw the blank, but we'll link it in the show notes, um, to a podcast with uh, Tammy Simon, who runs the foundation called Sounds True. And the lady, the guest that she had on there, she wrote a book all about time uh, and, and how do you get into the space of time. And it was really interesting because she started talking about how professional athletes are now being trained to get into zero time is what it's called. And we've already kind of heard of the zero time before in the sense that uh, people get into the flow. Like you can do this speaking, you can do this recording a podcast. Sometimes we get into that flow and I look down and we've gone 30 minutes, right? And people can experience that. Maybe it's flow with your kids or or playing a sport or singing or playing guitar, whatever it is that you do, you kind of get in that flow and it's almost like seems like there's zero time. So zero time means uh, time is stopped. Yeah. It's almost like your mind. Yeah, exactly. And and they, they're, she actually backed it up and I'm not going to be able to recite everything that she discussed in her book, but discussing about how brain waves are actually being uh, measured now to get to the zero time and the alpha waves in the brain show uh, an increase dramatic increase when people are in that flow of time. It's almost like you, you slow time to zero, right? It was just really fascinating to hear that concept. And it got me thinking this morning, um, about how we think of time, right. And how we use it every moment, but it's not really something we've given a lot of thought to. In, in fact, most of us who are hearing this, if you get anything from this episode, it's like, you should go rearrange your time. <laughs> you should actually think about your time and how you want to use it. Because the interesting thing is people say, you know, Hey, you, I need, I need more time or I need to go learn something. Um, or I need to go, you know, pretty soon new year's Eve is going to be around the corner and people are going to have new year's resolutions. And it's going to be all about changing a habit, right? But in order to change the habit, you have, you have to fit that into your calendar. So time is about understanding priorities in your life. But I just don't think most people have actually paused long enough to understand what really actually matters. And it only just matters. And that's like a word you use. Like, what does it matter? Well, what does matter, right? And, just, and people go, well, everything kind of matters. And there's a truth to that. I mean, you have to get really good at making things messy, and other areas of your life. And it doesn't mean like messy, like things are out of control. It just means that you're, what you're allowing time to do is you are now, you're, you're controlling how you and what you show up in, in each moment. Because the only way to change something in your life is to, in the moment that it's actually happening, working on it. So it's like, if you want to become a better piano player in present time, right? Zero time, you need to be actually playing the piano in order to get better at it. You want to get, go ahead. I was going to say there, I've got two little thoughts here. Um, one is what I'm hearing you say is just, is to be very intentional with your time and purposeful. Yeah, but what does that mean? Right. People see everybody on here has heard be more intentional with your time. Sure. Just like you are saying, 
be pro- make sure you know what your priorities are, right? Yes, and that's why I said We're just saying it, breaking it down even more. Yes. That's why I said, well, what does that mean? Like, what does your priorities mean? Well, p- being intentional to me means being getting very, very clear. On okay, how do I get clear? What is important yeah. to you, right? Yes, doing yes. your future selves, doing your goal setting. Um, but here's where I was going with the intentional because I can say my priorities are health, journaling, family, work, right? I'm just making stuff up. Those are like some priorities, right? However, for me, the intentional part comes down to being both realistic and also maybe doing a little experimentation. For example, I think we also have um, ideas about time for like journaling. Oh my God, it's going to take two hours to journal. Mm -hmm. Well, no, you actually maybe will only take 15 minutes to do that practice or um, sometimes I'm, you might block three hours to do something that really only should take or needs to take five minutes or vice versa. Sometimes I think we don't spend enough time on certain things because we only have allotted 15 minutes for it, but really we need to allot an hour for it. And if we don't, then we end up rushing from one thing to the next or actually we end up skipping it all together. And that's for me what I mean by being very intentional is also being very realistic about how long things actually take to do, how long yeah. those priorities take. Yeah. And I think you can extend that thread the way you said it too, is that being intentional, if you used family, health, work, what was the other one that you said there? Well, you, those, let's just use those three. Three, right. <laughs> then you go in there and say, so being realistic, what I, what I hear that meaning is that, Hey, being with my family may not be being with them for eight hours a day. I'm just using that as an example, right? right? Uh, it may mean that I am there for two hours, very purposeful during the weekdays and something, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. But you're actually, so you're not caught in this this trap thinking, I need to be there spending all this time with them. But the reality is like, you may or may not. You may not want to, you may not. And so I think being realistic or being real with you is, what does that look like? Or even works the same way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're sitting and going, I only work six hours a day now, but I really want to work 12. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Cause that's the whole change in the paradigm of work. People here work and they're like, you shouldn't be working more. Well, if you kind of love what you, I mean, nobody says that about sports <laughs> players. I'm like, just wait until you, I finish reading, um, the book work won't love you back. I'm doing a book club on it this month. Can't wait to bring that topic. To well, this. I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> the same thing and it's like, it, it doesn't, you're right. And I'm not going to get into the work. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll love you we'll back, that a whole other podcast but it, it won't. But the thing is, is that you're not, you shouldn't be going to work to derive a sense of yourself ever. That's not what you're doing, but you can go out there and be active in the world. And if that means that you're working 20 hours in a day or working four hours in a day, you're still doing what you're doing and you're bringing your, your best game to it. Mm-hmm. The, the, the other thing about this is so like the intention is really important about what my whole point of that, that thread that you're saying was, is I just think people are in conflict with what is important because they're not being real to what they think, what is actually important in this season of their life. Being true, to, uh, being honest. With yeah. And, and I think and then, and that's where I think, so you can break this down saying, be more purposeful with your time. And then it's like, be more intentional, get clear in your goals and then be real with yourself on what actually is. So you now at the, the base, the root of going, okay, what is my, what do I really want my life to look like? What is that really? And let's just throw out all preconceived conceptions about how everyone else thinks my life should look. What does it look like now? And it may or may not look different. Right. It may be that like, again, just use examples that health to me just means eating really healthy and 80 percent of the time. But I don't want to exercise. Great. Or that may mean that I exercise and eat healthy. Right. Or that I exercise and then eat unhealthy 50 percent of the time. Right. It just it's for you to decide. 
but most people are not clear, truly clear, or have the confidence to go live that authentic self, which is really what, when people say live authentically, that's what we're talking at that level. It's not like describing whether or not you like a person. That's not being authentic or real. Real is how you choose to use your time. Yeah, and I was going to say, okay, great. So like if you think um, if being healthy to you means eating really healthy and maybe not working out, right? So you don't need to allocate any time to work out, but you do need to then very consciously allocate very specific time for either grocery shopping or meal prep or ordering your, ordering your groceries or cooking or whatever it is. And and that, that is where sometimes I think we we aren't intentional enough is that we just say, okay, my priority is eating healthy. Yes. Where is the time in your week to actual that's actually allocated to that priority? Yes. Yeah, so then the next step is that is like let me pull out my calendar, mm-hmm. right, and actually put it in there so it's actually getting done. Yes. That's and that's where people it's that kind of it doesn't mean it's not going to be harder. Right. We it's the thing is we're all in these kind of habits right now and we have to break out of the habits um, to be that level of intentional with it. The other thing I was kind of going back to on the zero time piece um, before we kind of went down this little intentional piece here is the and I'm not going to get it perfectly, but one of the the ways that she brought us through this kind of meditation it takes like 30 seconds to do this. So I'll just do it with you all here and maybe this will work for you and actually it worked for me. Like it's not like I did it and I was like oh my god like this is like I'm in like you know, in, in like floating around in heaven or anything, but like, it was actually, a, it was a cool kind of experience. Um, and again, it's, I didn't create this and I could get it wrong. So make sure you go listen to the cliff notes on it. But essentially the way it is, is like you get into either standing position, like, so you stand straight up or you can sit in a chair, like kind of King Tut sits like that image in your mind, like straight knee, straight back. Right. Kind of like mm-hmm. that, that picture of that King Tut sitting there. And then for about five seconds, you just picture, you close your eyes, and you picture yourself kind of breathing in and out and like your breath could have like a color to it, like, you know, blue or red, just kind of so you can see the energy kind of coming in and out of your, out of your body, do right? You cre- do you choose the color or do you just, you just choose it, whatever, okay. whatever shows up, right? Just kind of breathe that. And then as soon as you start, you're taking about five deep breaths and then you start in the mind's eye and you see the, the number three and then you breathe out and that three dissolves into two. Take another deep breath and you breathe out again and that two dissolves into one take another deep breath and that one dissolves into zero and that's that. And then you could think about your intention for the day at that space. And that's that kind of zero time. It's kind of a, it's a brain training that people can use at any point in their day to kind of, if things are really rushed and going out there, you can do this 30 second exercise and brings you back down. And when you get to zero, you're kind of in that zero time. And then you can ask bigger questions, right? Which is what is my intention today? What do I need to get clear on? What do I really want to accomplish today? What do I need to do with my time today? And then you kind of, you're in that space and you allow yourself to be more creative. You allow yourself to be more accountable. All those things that are going to happen from there. And I actually did it and actually for about 30 seconds, it actually allowed me to kind of just create a little bit more space. And it was, again, it's not like, you know, some magical thing happens, but what it does do is a little bit of just kind of pausing you. Like when you're, especially when you're and Tammy follow, did a great follow up. She was like, okay, right. Like I'm in here, I'm running this business and I got a hundred things going on. And like, you know, that's perfect for you. Who's in the morning doing this thing. You get all this time. Like, and she's like, that's exactly when to do it. Right. It's like when you actually feel the most pressure is to take 30 seconds or a minute and do this exercise to get clear on what pressure you need to go apply. Mm. It's like, if you have a, if somebody comes in with, 
five symptoms to a hospital, they're going to triage the one that's the, the biggest thing because they're going to assess the situation. But we don't take time to assess the situation and go, okay, what is most important? And it may not be the one somebody's screaming about, right? If there's somebody's losing blood on their leg, but they can't feel it and their eye hurts and they're saying, my eye hurts, my eye hurts. You don't go to the eye, you go to the blood. So sometimes you got to go, you have to understand the triage of, of your own life in that space of what matters the most in this moment to create a tailwind, right? We'd like to use that term, that tailwind, but that's how you actually, so time is one of those things that's so interesting because we use it mechanically every day, but it's just, it's almost, I mean, it is man-made. I mean, it's, it's just created to have a universal set of principles that we can all use to make sure we're showing up for on time, right? Just or or it's a way lives, of organizing yeah. our lives, but yet we use this it, and it's, it's, so that's, so again, so if we just use the organize our lives, then sometimes you need to pause and reflect on how do I need to organize my life based on how I want to organize my life. Now you may not get it perfect tomorrow. You may have some things mechanically that you need to go through through life to, in order to actually start being on that process, but you can start. Everyone can start. And where would you recommend they start? Well, I start, the thing is, is I think if, if you don't know where to start, you can start by getting up 15 minutes early and just journal for a few minutes. Do this exercise in a few minutes. Get up five minutes earlier tomorrow and just do this minute long exercise. And after you're done the exercise of getting to zero and you're in that zero time, just take a, take a moment and um, ask yourself, what is, the, what is my intention for today? What is, what is the clarity that I have today? How am I going to use my time? Because all you actually have is time. That's all it is. And what, and what you end up seeing is that people that are actually accomplish a lot. Now, we would say accomplish a lot in terms of, you know, business building or impact and things like that. It can be, it can be anything. It can be accomplished a lot just because I get a lot done in my day, even though I'm not famous or I don't build a business, right? Like mm-hmm. you can be a stay at home parent. Yes. Accomplishes so much in yes. the day. And I'm like, how the hell do you get all that done? Well, that's exactly right. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a profession or an industry. It's just how much you can do all those things. And there's people that, that don't work that, you know, they, they work with their, their grandkids and all of a sudden they volunteer and they're meeting with friends, right? They're doing all these things and, and they spend two hours exercising for themselves, right? Whatever that looks like for you, you just get very clear on that um, from that point. And then, so that's where people need to start is like, okay, well, what, what, I hate to use the word matter because people like they, it means something different to everybody, but just start writing down is what, what should my life if I, and I guess the question you could ask yourself is if I was a robot and I wanted my life to, to be a certain way, what would the robot do every moment? Right. Mm-hmm. Meaning, cause you're kind of, you're, you're kind of getting outside of your own beliefs that way. You almost have to get outside of it and look backwards. But does it, I totally get the concept of that. And I also think that doesn't allow for spontaneity or it doesn't allow for a lingering conversation. If you're having a really great connection with somebody, it doesn't, allow- how doesn't it allow for that? if you program a robot to do no, I'm just, every minute of every no, no, day. No, no, no. Like my whole, my whole part was like, um, just if you, to ask the question about what it is that you're going to do for your time. And so if you, cause some people go, well, I can't have time. It's like, it's like, we ask where people start and people don't start because they don't think they have time to do anything. You actually mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. So if you ask a different question, like if I was going to go tell a friend, maybe that's a better way of doing it than a robot, right? Um, if I was going to go tell a friend, which by the way, if you haven't listened to like Eric Smith's and Tim Ferriss's like AI conversation about friends and when Eric talks about how the about dolls. AI, not about friends. Yeah. Well, he talks about AI, right? Yeah. About AI. Well, no, because he talks about AI becoming more oh, like of a, your friend. Like a, like a companion for, yeah, they, for old people, people like, or somebody who's lost a spouse or. Yeah. When yeah. they talk about how like, or even a child, because I always have kids and like all of a sudden yeah. you have an AI child that becomes smarter and smarter and knows your child more and more. Do they look at 
you know, they grow up like seeing that child as their friend. That's not right. really real. Or their, their teacher or they're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's where the robot piece oh, yeah, kind of yeah. came in there. So okay. that's what I was thinking there. But anyways, so if you ask, like, if you just wanted to program like your friend, like I do this question in real estate all the time. I said, you know, people go, well, I didn't hit my goals. And I said, well, great. If you had a robot to do everything you needed to do in business, what would they do? And they tell me. And so they know it. So people know what that is. They just don't right. choose to do that. So yeah. I think the, the question you can ask yourself is then what do I, if I was giving advice to a friend to be in a state that they're living authentically, what does that look like for them? Right. What does that look like? And then maybe you can ask the question for yourself. So I was listening to Eric Forney's podcast this morning and it talked about a slightly similar topic where everything you say, I'm like a hundred percent with, right. You can figure out what your priorities are. You put it in your calendar. The people still don't do those things. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, that's where the psychology comes into play. Right. And habit building. Okay. Well, that's, it's just, it's just hard. This is where the hard part of trading a new habit comes in. Yeah. Cause all of you, everything you said, I'm like, yeah, great. Well, look, it's the, it's the same, it's the same thing, right? You can have the conversation in any category of your life. Yeah. And this is where it comes down to either you do it or you don't. Because I mean, serious, I mean, I don't, the, yes, there's a step to doing it, but here's the thing that I'm going to tell you. If you want to go do something in your life, you will find a way to do it. This is what people, if you, if you actually want to go do, I don't care how many steps or how many patterns you have to learn. If you want to go do something with yourself, your willpower is strong enough to go figure it out. Everybody does at some point that wants to go do something. Right. And I, I was going to say, maybe, yes, willpower, but I'm also just saying like, um, I think it, well, it starts with using willpower though. or. Yeah, here's, I'm going to give you a couple examples and you tell me what this is, what this means. So I always say this, like, I wanted a new job. I got a new job. I wanted to move. Got, I moved. I wanted to, you know, buy a house, bought a house. In a more uh, recent example, I was like hell bent on getting these two dogs, rescuing these two dogs. Guess what? I'm going to Chicago next weekend. I'm getting the dogs. And actually I was thinking about all of that and I was like, I get whatever I want <laughs> because I just do it. Right. And yes. I go after it. However, I don't apply that same, uh, whatever it is you want to call it. You tell me what that's called. I don't apply that same thing to my health. Well, there's a couple different things. Well, first of all, number one, I mean, that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Let me just, we'll talk the first thing first. You set a goal and you went and did it and you went yeah. and accomplished it. Like, it's not that's, even a goal. It's just, it's like, just like you I just want, want it and you want to do it. And, but everyone has that in their life. Yeah. If you're a drug addict, like, I mean, think about how creative those people are. Yeah. I just experienced that because we were building our house. We had to kick people off our job sites because they're in our bathroom smoking crack. Right. I mean, like it's crazy. I know it's like, it's like this crazy thing and yeah. I wasn't there and it was earlier on, but like, it was like a, and it's like, and I was talking to people and I'm like, man, they're such a good person. And they're like, yeah, they got addicted to this drugs, but they're like, man, this guy figured out how to do it. Like they just figured out how to get it constantly without any money doing anything. Like they just, you just watched their patterns and I could see the person. So it was just, it was just on my mind thinking about that. Like imagine if they took that Actually, one of the conversations I had with the kids, I actually cared about him. I actually talked to him afterwards and I actually gave their family money just to help them out. Give it to his wife, by the way, so like they wouldn't do it. But the thing, because I cared about the kid is actually, he's a really good guy. And part of the conversation was, I was like, man, you're, if you just took this energy that you did every moment to go find this next, and I get it. It's a drug and it's an addiction. addiction I get yeah. that. I understand that. And you need your help. But man, if you took that drive and you applied it to your business and the talent that you have, That'd be amazing how much further you would get. And I try to get him to link that. So I, I, that's what I mean when people getting clear with yourself is that if you, if people really want something, they're going to go find a way to do it. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Human beings have done that for centuries. And so, so the, the, the drive, it's not a willpower thing. This is well, willpower comes into play, but it's the drive. It's, it's like just the like, like the internal motivation is not strong enough. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now that then you could play around with psychology and say, well, why is internal motivation? Like in people's case, it may be that maybe that I was, maybe I don't want to get back in the work because I was over workaholic and it, be, it affected my life. So now I'm scared to go back into that work mode or like people went through a really bad divorce and the divorce happened. It was really bad. And they don't want to date anymore. Because this fear, even a subconscious fear of like getting back trapped into a relationship has prevented them from getting a relationship. Right. Or getting hurt or. Exactly. So then, so what you do is, and again, we're in touch here is like you go deep and and go like, I wonder why I actually don't put health first. Mm -hmm. Not my mind answer, but what's, what's, what part of me is, 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 is afraid or hurt or scared or something that's blocking me from applying this there. Yeah, it's a great question. And that's what you actually go work on. That's now that becomes your work. Now, everybody has a category of this, right? I can think of people that literally have gone through a divorce and they're afraid to date, even though they don't say they are, or they don't say they're not afraid of health. Like, and some unconsciously they believe that, but there's a deep rooted iceberg that's in there that needs to be removed. Michael Singer refers to it as the thorns that we all have that we don't know what the thorn is, but we know when we touch it. Yes. And so it hits us and hits us at times. So that's the, so yes, you will like people will find a way to get to their couch every day, right? People will find a way to get the food that they want. It's just, it's it, when there's a will, there's a way. And I know that sounds kind of odd to say that, but that's, that's really, you know, that drive you, that hunger. Tony Robbins has talked about that since the eighties, like that you can't put that hunger in somebody, but I think we all have it. It's just, how do you bring it out and direct it more? And that's why, and so when people, where do I go? Start small with something. And that's why I try to teach my kids. I give this great example today. My son was, uh, they're taking the bus again uh, or not again for the first time. And he was out last week because their kids had a close contact and so they weren't in school. And so my other kids went there and they were like, yeah, it's awesome on the bus because we moved to a new house and a new bus line. And before we were driving them and now all of a sudden he's like, he loved the bus. And then he went over the weekend. He's like on, on, on all night. He was like, I forget what bus, oh, I'm sorry, a Monday. And then yesterday he was like, at night, he goes, I forget what number I have to sit in the bus. I forget what number I sit. And he woke up in the middle of the night thinking like, mm-hmm. what number I sit in the bus? Like he was all freaking him out. Right. Cause he, he forgot about it. And we were going down the, the driveway today, walking there and he's like, Sienna, can you ask the bus driver what, what, not, what seat I sit at? And I looked at him and I go, what would the warrior kid do? Oh, <laughs> I yeah. know. Right. And, and he looked at me cause we were ringing Jocko Willock's book about the warrior yep. and, uh, and the whole thing. And he's like self-confidence. And I said, well, this is a great example of starting small to build your self-confidence, Asher. So what I would love to see you do, not because you're going to get the same result. Either your sister asks because you're going to ask, you're going to get the same result and you're going to be in that seat. I want you to have that self-confidence to ask the driver yourself. Sienna's going to be right behind you. So if you fail, if you don't want to do it and you get up there, you you don't have to. And he walked up there and I was like five feet away from him. He went, asked the guy and I was like, that's perfect. And he told him and he did it. He kind of looked around and he smiled. You could see that self-confidence build. So starting small is those things. And now all of a sudden that's where that, it's like when I say people have that hunger, everyone has it, but they're afraid for it to come out for some reason. Yeah. And I, I agree. And then also I was thinking, as you were saying that, that I imagine that most people they have done it before in a, either a small way Absolutely. or in something that they weren't even quite aware of. Like maybe they knew they really wanted to, you know, get this one toy for their kid for Christmas or whatever, right? Like a really small example, but they figured it out. They got it done. And sometimes just looking back on those small successes, to your point, then we'll say, okay, you know, I, when I have the will, there's a way to do it. And now let me apply that same thing to 
a different aspect of my life. And that's why it comes down into like then you being real with what it is, because that way you can apply yourself wherever you want to. So again, some people like I started off in fourth and fifth grade talking about wanting to build a business. So I'm not saying that was like a Dharma or whatever it was. I don't know building a business led to me for a growth and leadership and impact and all those things. But really like, that's what I want to do. So I just, from the beginning, I was like, I'm gonna go build a business. And there wasn't, there wasn't really, I, didn't, I knew there was gonna be challenges and there was hardships. I just, just kept that in there and just keep building and building and building. And people go, how'd you have the drive to go build this thing? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I didn't think about it because I was so relentless on that. You can use, we're just using words now. The same thing for you, even your puppies, right? The whole litter that you're getting, like seven <laughs> or eight of them, right? No. But like, it's funny. She emailed me last night. Hallie emailed me last night and she's like, yeah, we're getting all these puppies. And I'm like, like, like 10 of them. Like, two, <laughs> I know, two. I know, but it's just <laughs> hilarious. But the, um, but that's what I mean. Like you just, you're like, where the drive come from? How many puppies? You like, you, you had a thought and it was clear. You wanted puppies and you just found, you just did it. You just interacted with the world and it supported you. Yes. That's, that's, that's what I mean. So if you do that same concept for health, like just start saying, Hey, I'm just going to get help. I don't know what's going to look like. I don't know what the purpose is. I don't know why there's this block in here and just acknowledging all that. Then all of a sudden the world will support you in whatever way. And that may look different than you, than people think it is, but there will be that way that supports you. And then you just keep taking a turn, taking a turn, keep looking at it. And it's the same thing, even if you're ever dating, right? And you don't, you've went through a divorce and you don't want to date anymore. You go, I recognize that there's something blocking me that is preventing me from going out there and enjoying a conversation with somebody. That's all we're talking about. Dating's not this word. Like you're just going out there and meeting new people, whatever that is, if that's something that you really want to do. Yeah, because I was going to say, maybe the reality is that they just... I was using the example that somebody says they want to go out and date and they want to go out and do these things, but they really don't. And there's, and if they don't do that, so if somebody says they want to, they're one of two things is they're lying to themselves exactly, and they just need to say, I actually don't want to date anybody. Right. I want to just date and myself. I'm, exactly. Well, that's what people are doing every day. Anyways, 99% of your conversations are with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's like, right. So anyway, so you, you do that and then be real. That's what I mean by being real saying, I actually don't want to go find anybody. And then maybe you do, maybe you don't. You kind of let go of any expectation though. I think even in health, like you may have this expectation of how you need to look, how you need to act. What does it seem like? And it's over overwhelming to your own mm-hmm. advice of just starting something and building some small thing around it. Well, I, I kind of agree with that, especially on the health side, like the letting go of the expectation. But then I think very clearly about all the other things that I have gone after with extreme clarity because the expectation was I was getting it. I was, I wanted those particular dogs. I wanted that particular house. I wanted this particular promotion, you know, like, so what I wasn't letting go of the expectations because my expectation was I was getting that because I was hell bent on getting that. Yeah. So what's the, what's the difference between those two concepts? Well, I think, um, I think number one in the, in the first part, when you're going after the job or the puppies or whatever things you wanted was, you got actually very clear on what it is that you wanted. And then you didn't see it as a challenge. You just saw it as like, I'm going to go get it. An inevitability. Yeah. It was just like, I'm just going to go do this. But there was a whole body movement where your health is more of your mind. Mm-hmm. You're battling in your mind instead of the whole visual, like your body, like, Hey, we're going to go do this. And we're just going to make it happen. And it's just like a natural part of your process versus like when it comes to your health, you're just in your head. It's actually not moving everything forward with it. Yeah. And, and also I'm just, as we're talking about all this, I'm thinking everything we're talking about has n- almost nothing to do with time because time is never really the no, it's, issue. It's never the, that's, that. And that's the whole point it's of the conversation the of the time. It's always yes. the construct around why we can or cannot do things. Um, but it's never really the issue. No, it's not. It's how you choose to use your time. And that's why getting very clear on that. And so there's like this, this movement, like just, you're just moving through time and space. Right. Yeah. Cause a lot of people will say to me, like, I'm, 
I feel like this podcast is all about me today, but it's very helpful. Um, You know, well, oh, just say no to this, or you must be working too much. That's why you don't have time for X, Y, Z. And I'm like, no, no, that's not, that's not true at all. Mm -hmm. I have, I have plenty of time to do any of the things that I, that I want to do. So it's just never, it's not a time thing at all. It's not about saying no to anything. I say no to a lot of things. Yes, that's exactly right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, that's exactly right. Like you're already very clear on how you want to use your time. So it's also just accepting. That's how I use my time right now. Right. It could change. It may not. Right. Right. Yeah. But at least you're being clear. You're not trying to project like I'm going to be like this forever. Yeah. It's just there. Like there was a time where for three and a half years, I exercised a ton during training. That's right. And then there was a time I kind of woke up and it just didn't, it was like this thing. I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. I actually fought it. I actually was doing it, but it started becoming more of like a, like a chore, way more than any exercise chore was. And then I kind of woke up one day. I'm like, well, what am I doing this? Right. Why am I doing this? Like why I can still have a very healthy life by doing these things. And so for me, when it comes to health, like I, it's not actually about the exercise or the food. What it is, is I want to feel freaking great. And that's all that it is. And so that's the question I ask myself every morning is how do I want to feel? If I want to feel enthused and I want to feel great, there's two big things I have to do. Take care of the physical body because that's part of your having this experience, right? And the second one is I got to be okay with whatever happens in life. Mm. Because when it's when we're not okay and what happens in life is when we suffer. When we don't, something's happening that we don't like happening. If we haven't accepted that, there is some level of suffering. And go ahead and feel the experience as part of living life. So if something, if life throws a challenge out there, there's something that's happening there. It doesn't mean you don't fix it. It doesn't mean you don't go try to work through it or apply resources to it or whatever that is. It just means that I have accepted this so that I can accept it. Then what's the clarity around this? So the same thing goes back to if somebody said, I really want to date and they actually really meant they want to date. Then you accept the fact that you haven't met anybody. You accept the fact that there's a blockage that's preventing you from doing something. Mm-hmm. You accept the fact that, that, you know, that, um, maybe it's been five years and now all of a sudden you're scared. I'm accepting the fact that I'm scared, right? You just, you're just accepting things. So you can actually, then all of a sudden it opens up a doorway for all that health is the same way. I accept the fact exactly where I am, right? I accept the fact that I haven't put this and I accept the fact that my drive isn't there. Then all of a sudden it opens up and you start to see things clearer. Just like you're like, eh, you know, obviously you lost your dog where it's there. And like for moments you're like, I don't know exactly your thought, but it's like, do I get a dog? Do we not get a dog? Mm-hmm. Then one moment, I'm sure for you, it was just like, it was clear as day that you're getting a dog. Well, it was clear as day when the right dog came. Yes. Because we looked at many, many different But you were still ones. looking for ones, right? Yes. And it just never felt right. And yeah. I was like, eh, maybe, maybe not. And then when the right ones came, it was like, Boom. need them. Yes. yes. And that's exactly, so you just were open to it, but you weren't suffering in this process of not having a dog. Right. That's true. And so that's, that's part of it. You're just open. You're still looking at it. You still had a goal, but you weren't going like, I don't have a dog today, man. I don't feel good. Mm. And that's what people do. They're like, man, I don't have the job. I don't love this job. I don't feel good. I don't have a relationship. I don't feel good. I don't have this. I don't feel good. And they're draining every day instead of doing what you're doing, which is, yeah, it'd be great to have a dog when the right one comes. It'd be great to have a, you know, Every, maybe it's a new job. Maybe it's not a new job. Maybe it's a new relationship. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's you, you change up your gym. Like we're using a, uh, we use a tonal gym by the way, which I highly recommend. They're, they're called tonal. And we're actually seeing them. Um, my son goes to a trainer cause he loves the relationship between him and his, his trainer's like 25, like a great athlete and stuff. And so he loves the interaction between them. He does that twice a week for an hour. And it's a great social thing for him cause he likes individual sports better than team sports. But this tonal system is awesome. And they actually start putting them in their gyms. Like they're friction. They're awesome. They're all AI driven, um, mm-hmm. for those things. I don't know where I was going with that, but it was a really, uh, I am it's, not it's sure a, either. 
uh, yeah, I guess, well, part of it is, is like, um, uh, well, Sarah, my wife has started using it and is loving it, um, instead of the gym. Cause now all of a sudden it's at home. It's easy to use. It's this whole system. It's very simple. And so it's made it easier for her. And so she, but she fought for a little while, like, I can't do this. It's not the same thing. And then all of a sudden you go and try it and it's all of a sudden it's right there. And it became very clear to her after using it one time, like this is the next thing for me. Right. And it probably saves her what, like 40 minutes of like exactly drive right. time and in meeting and just all that stuff, yeah, talking yeah. that you don't want to talk to something, right. Yeah. All those different things. Yeah. So the, the thing about this is that, um, time is just man-made constructed for the organization of events, right. So that you can have that stuff. Have you ever thought, I mean, the starting position for all of this is well, how do I want to use the rest of my life? Right. And, and forget about even the rest of your life. How do I want to use the next moment? Right. And you ask the question like, okay, do I want to be constrained by time? Cause a lot of us have this voice talking to us all the time about how we don't have any time. You can never find this time. So when you ask about people, why don't they do anything? It's cause they're listening to that voice, tell them about their time use mm-hmm. or that they need to go do something or do something different instead of actually being very clear and overriding the voice, like overriding a system so that you actually go out and do that. And then all of a sudden it starts to support it. I promise you will feel a lot better that way. So anyways, so, um, when we think about and kind of wrapping this up to zero time, the whole premise of zero time was so that you're not feeling the angst from time and that you're not doing that. So when, cause when you're in the flow, you're not feeling like, Oh, I only have five minutes left or I have this. Right. So when you go back to that zero time, how do you actually live and operate from that place? Right. It doesn't mean you don't watch your watch, right. Or like, look at time, but how do you not feel that you don't have time? Cause that's a general thought, like a general, I think thinking pattern for a lot of people is I don't have any time. So how do you actually let go of that entire thinking premise to go to zero time? Well, here's the technique that you can use is every morning you wake up, you do a, before you get out of bed, you do a 30 second exercise. We just walk you through it again. You, again, you just get into a, f- a fixed position and you can just count down in the mind's eye from three down to zero. And that zero, you just start creating like, this is my space. Then you start going throughout your day Then you start operating from there. Is the intention to be in zero time all the time? I think if you need to, uh, I think that the, at least the intention of how I interpreted this is to not feel the pressure from time that is a negative pressure. I was going to say, what if pressure and deadlines actually motivates you? Well, that's what I mean, right? So if it's like, if, 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 you're not, if you're not suffering from something outside, then that's fine, right? But if most people are suffering or watching their internal dialogue around time, which is I don't have any, mm-hmm. I don't have enough. I have all these things. And that's, that's all they listen to their entire life is that story. Instead of actually breaking that story and getting into more of that flow, when you're in that flow, you're going to be much more creative. You're going to be much more, you're just shaking hands with a universal source that has so much more knowledge than you. I mean, where do thoughts come from anyways? I mean, seriously, I don't mean like the thoughts from your head. I mean like the, the movement thoughts, the ones that are visceral, that move your entire body. They come from a source, right? Because everything's there. You just didn't like, it's not like it just showed, it's, it's, it's like a frequency, like a radio picks it up. You're, you're pick it up. So the deeper levels you go into manifestation or the unmanifested, the clearer, the more real you are with the, the actual true source. I mean, that's a whole other conversation, but like, no, but you, you're, you're, you're more clear the further down you go, meaning that the clearer you are, the clearer you see things and the more, the more strategic you become. And really you start making the best absolute possible decision in that moment because you're clear. Because when you're clearer, you can make better decisions. And really being the CEO of your life is about making better decisions around everything and every aspect of that. So what generally means making better decisions with your time. Exactly. Because that's really what it is. The action from being clear is a better decision in time, right? 
Is it not? Yes. Yeah. So I mean like, right. So like literally people go, well, how do I use my time better? Well, the clearer you, that's why if you work at the root of these things, the clearer you are with, 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 with action, it actually shows up in the physical world. There's nothing by the way, that's ever been created that you see here that didn't start in the mind. So think about that. There's not, nothing you see in form that wasn't formulated in the mind first and then it came into reality. Even things in nature? Well, I think like physical things, right? I'm not going to explain like your physical body or like species. Well, like I'm just species. saying those like, are, that's all physical. Nature is physical. Yeah, so okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> well, maybe that, that, I'm saying like the, the physical things that we've created, like putting building an astronaut. Man-made building an astronaut, like a suit, right? <laughs> or building a spaceship. Yeah. Man-made products. Mind. Yes, yes. That's a better way of saying it. Thank yes. you. Yeah. So like the man-made products have come from the mind, mm-hmm. right? But it's that, and that's a powerful use of your mind to see it and then go build it in the physical world. But what you did is you saw it and then you use the seeing of the eye and you collaborated, you built something. And that's how you can do the same thing with building your life. That's the point of the using your time is seeing it so clearly in your mind first and then seeing it in the form. In order to change something in your life, you have to change what you're doing in the moment. It's not going to change by just thinking about it. And there has to be an action attached Even to it. Even though that's where it starts. It's, it can start there. Absolutely. It can also start with just an action. Well, I was going to say, or with the thought that, like, where did the thought come from? Because when you were saying that, all I could think of was when Bill and I have been talking about getting a dog, we wanted a female and we wanted one. Somehow we are getting two and one's a male. Where did that come from? Exactly. No idea. Well, the thought you had is the man-made thought and the ones that you're actually getting are, are more universal thoughts. That's what I mean, the deeper level. And you yeah. go, oh, that makes sense because you recognize the truth in that. Right. Instead of the other one was a man-made thought of what I want and what I don't want. Correct. And what actually showed up was what life is supporting you. Uh, yeah, weird. Yeah, and that's, and, but the thing is you were open to it though. Mm-hmm. Instead of you were like, no, it's not a female and not one, therefore not doing it. No, you were actually open to life. And that's part of this whole thing about when you actually just, there's plenty of ways to teach mechanics of time, but when you actually just become open to the concept of time, just to expand your awareness of what time actually is and you have it. So you almost like you, I didn't do a great job earlier explaining, like asking a third party, if you just move away from you and you start seeing time for what it is, it starts to become clearer. And that is, that is a powerful place to be able to operate from because now you're using your time most of the time better which is where you can have impact on people. You can change your health. You can build a business. You can play with your kids. You can ski or sports or rate content. All those things happen in the moment. Yeah. I think what you, what you were talking about before is when you remove the personal. Yes. That's a good thing. Because I think of when we coach people, right. Or even just our team members here, we could, we know exactly what they need to do at exactly what time. That's right. And we know how they have, like, like one of our employees just emailed me and was joking and said, oh, can you create um, 32 hours in my day? And I was like, well, actually, you don't need 32 hours. You could get everything you needed done in eight if you just did this, 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 right? Um, However, it's very difficult to do that for yourself because it's so personal. I think that's a great way to say that is what you're really doing is you're removing the personal Mm -hmm. judgment on time. Yes. And well, I'm special. And so I can't do that. Or my circumstances are so unique. So it's more difficult for me. And all the excuses that show up to limit your time use. Right. And if you just look at it objectively. Exactly. And use it as a tool. Yes. You can create whatever life you want. Yeah. Which means getting outside of your personal, which is the whole point of the, the part of this conversation of zero time. 
means that I'm getting outside of the, the, the commentary in my mind of telling me how to use my time instead of actually getting around that and seeing it from a larger perspective. So you drop the personal use of time and you start seeing it from a larger context and that allows you to make the best quality decisions, as you said, for your life. In 2020 alone, 4.4 million businesses started and 20% will fail within one year. That's just statistics. There are a ton of reasons why businesses fail to launch or grow, but there is a right way and a wrong way to get started. That's exactly what Founders Playbook is all about. This live three-week course is about getting your business started the right way and developing yourself into the leader who can survive the ups and downs of building a business. Starting December 1st, we're going to talk about how to know if you're ready to start a business, the first steps to building a business that will last, how to avoid common mistakes, how to get clear on your vision and purpose, and much more. We're going to break everything down into bite-sized pieces so you won't feel overwhelmed and you can start implementing the tactics into your life and business right away. Sign up for free by heading to adamhergenrother.com slash events, and we will link to the event in the show notes. Join me this December so you'll be ready to grow your business before the new year.